Hello and welcome to the Bear Your Soul Sister podcast. We are your hosts, Ree and Kara. And our mission is to have real and raw conversations with everyday women. So you can see you are not alone in a big, beautiful world. And if one woman can conquer their challenges, you can too. Now let's dive into this epic episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. So today, Kara and I are actually going to riff on a specific topic. I asked on my Instagram what you want to hear more of um, on our podcast, and a lot of you said you actually wanted to hear more of Kara and I, which I thought was really interesting. So today, we're actually going to be riffing on the topic of how both Kara and I have generated over six figures on our online business, especially in the pandemic that we're currently facing. So Kara's going to take it away first. I would love to know your journey of getting into online business and why you decided to have an online business. Yeah, sure. So I guess for me, I was in a position where I felt very lost in my current life situation. I was working um, for another company at the time and I just really struggled with the day-to-day aspect of trying to basically run a family with a baby um, and going to a workplace that really honestly wasn't lighting me up. It was a struggle for me to um, feel happy at work every day. And I just didn't want that any longer. And at the time I tried lots of different avenues for work. I applied for job after job after job and nothing just was working out. And I was like getting quite deflated at the time and, I thought, okay, right, well, I guess this is a sign that it's not the path that I'm supposed to be on. Um, Working for someone else is obviously just not for me. And so I quit my job. I gave four weeks notice and I really didn't have a plan, but I just knew that I wanted to freelance and I wanted to basically create a work environment for myself that fit around my family and my core values as well. I didn't want to be in a toxic environment. I wanted to love the work that I was doing. I wanted to be inspired. I wanted to be, you know, helping um, other people in their businesses. So I just basically sat down one day and went, okay, right. What am I good at? (laughs) What type of business model do I want? And for me, it was a no brainer going into an online business model because I could literally just, have a computer at home and start. There was nothing else that I really needed to do other than making the decision that this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to offer and put it out there. And that was basically the start of it for me. I love that. And can I ask how long it took you to get to the six figure mark? Like uh, for anyone that's listening, all it takes to become a six figure business owner is for you to create $8,888 a month. Like it doesn't seem that much when you break it down into your month. So when did you realize, like how long did it take for you to be like, oh shit, if I keep this amount up, I'm going to hit six figures. Yeah. Look, to be honest, I struggled probably for the first six to eight months. Um, And I think that was because I wasn't clear on my why and who um, I wanted to serve. Mm. So I really um, probably didn't start to see improvement until almost that first year clocked around. And I started to, you know, get closer and closer and closer to that um, goal. I originally had a goal of 10K months. And um, yeah, so I was getting closer and closer and I thought, okay, well, 
this is sort of working well, but I also need some additional support to get me there. So being somebody who is um, a service-based provider, there's only so much you can do in the time that you have. So for me, about eight months in, I really had to sit down and go, okay, well, if this is where I want to go and this is how I want to um, do business, then I'm going to have to put a strategy in place. So I think I ended up reaching um, my projection of six, figures after it probably would have been a year and four months yep um so still very new business you know um and it wasn't you know really really quick or anything like that I still had to put in a lot of hard work and a lot of um work on my money mindset but yeah I officially have um clocked over two years this September and I'll be on my way to having my second six-year figure Whoa. Oh, six-figure business. Sorry. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> but yeah, it, it definitely um, came a lot quicker than what I thought it would, to be honest. Yeah. And do you, like, I know that you've owned a seven-figure storefront business before. So did you find that there was anything like, uh, I guess, different in handling it like and I guess because also storefronts there's a lot this is another thing that you've got to remember guys is like when you have a storefront or a product-based business that there is a lot more expenses so seven even though um you know Cara had a storefront seven-figure business there's a lot more expenses to Mm. um a storefront product base and there's not as much profit or anything like that left over in some cases, not all cases. Um, So yeah, yeah, like is is there anything like you uh, notice in the difference of having like a storefront, even though it was a lot higher revenue compared to having your online business? Yeah. Look, um, so many differences between the two, but I guess, like you said, one of the biggest things is um, there's not that massive ongoing um, expenditure every month. So I'm, you know, not having to pay huge rents. I'm not having to pay huge cost of goods sold. Um, it's a lot easier to understand and know what your expenses are and manage them um, accordingly. So um, for me, the, probably the best thing about um, having an online business is I've been able to completely self-fund my business. I haven't had to um, get a business loan or anything like that. Whereas with um, my original business, I had to make a huge investment with that because we had to have, you know, a certain storefront and a certain fit out. And there was so much um, physical expense that was required before we could even open so for this I could literally quit my job with no capital and I didn't need any yeah I think that's the thing like I didn't have to start making purchases to get the business set up until I guess I started to need more support from a team where I needed subscriptions or I needed to have particular um, things in place to support the business so you know, I think that's a really cool thing about um, having an online or virtual business is that you really can um, have a profitable business and it, yeah, it can cater to so many different fields as well. Yeah. I love that so much. And I feel like you, like, even though it's amazing to have goals that are quite big financially, but with an online business, you kind of get to the goals that you require to live a personal comfortable life whatever that looks like for you faster because when you have 
Um, you know, a lot of expenses, I, I hear it so often that when you have a lot of expenses in your business, you're the last one to get a wage and, mm. you know, you're not, you're doing it for all these big reasons, but you as an individual and all the energy and work you put into it is not getting noticed and appreciated in a financial dollar. Um, so I think that's so important as well. Like, and that's why I love online business as well, because I, I noticed my income increase almost immediately as my, my income increased in my business. So I think yeah, that's, that's, right. that's yeah. so important because yeah, I hear so many people that have such hard, like they, you know, share that they have a seven figure business, which is amazing, but they're struggling still because they're mm-hmm. not, they have nothing left over to give themselves, which you know, it's horrible to hear and can be, you can work through that and, you know, get yourself in a state where you are prioritized financially. But um, yeah, it's a lot easier, in my opinion, for online business. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, it's just having strategies in place as well, isn't it? Like, you know, making sure that you do have that business bank account set up and each week you're paying yourself a set amount. And then, you know, if whether it's you're saving the rest or you're re- reinvesting it or, you know, what it might be is, you know, from the get-go, you're actually putting those practices in place so that you're not ending up, you know, five, six years in where you haven't paid yourself a wage, you haven't paid yourself super, um, you haven't literally gotten any return from your business. And, you know, I it, you're so right. You hear so many people that go into business and like, let's, be real like most of us will go into business because we want freedom of choice yeah we want freedom of lifestyle yeah and yet they don't get that because they end up being basically a slave to their business yeah absolutely i totally and again like um you, you have to work so much in the business before working on the business for so long that like you don't get that freedom straight away i'm not like i want to make sure that i'm not dissing or you know saying having a shop front or anything like that is a bad thing like if that's where your heart and love is like if you have like a hair salon or a beauty salon or you know a gym like all those kinds of things if that's your passion like you can make it work but i'm also saying you can you can look at ways of creating income through online while you have a shop front so you it's not that you don't have to have one or the other you can totally have both like I'm in the process of looking at having products you know and that's not going to be as high of a profit turnover but it's something that I really really desire because it's one another stream of income and two I've just freaking love affirmation t-shirts and journals so yeah why wouldn't I so it's still you can definitely have both so um, yeah, definitely not dissing shop fronts, but it's more so being aware that you can generate income in a, like an evergreen basis with a very low expense margin for sure. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, my story um, on how I got to six figures was I was working online majority of the time for a, another business. I was like in person online. And I liked how I could just whip out my laptop and, you know, do some work wherever I was. Um, and before that, I was a photographer. So I was more hands-on. It was kind of trading time for money. Um, and, I yeah, I was leaning more and more to that freedom, which is now my whole business is around, like, the freedom lifestyle. And I was like, well, how can I make more freedom? How can I make more freedom? And how can I teach people to have more freedom in in, you know, emotional, financial, physical, environmental. And that's how I was like, okay, I'm open to, 
uh, yeah, jumping into the online world, I did have some stories of like, it's meant to be hard to make money and it's meant to be, you know, a lot more harder work and a lot more flogging hours kind of thing. And that was like the story that I had when it came to money, but online can be so easy and so effortless. And people get shocked that I say that I have a six figure business and I only work four hours a day. They're just like, how, how the fuck do you do that? Mm. And it's just because I've, I've, I've made that a choice and I've made that like, that's my priorities. My values is in the freedom of time to spend with myself and my family and the ones that I love. And then I asked myself, well, how can I make a business around that being that's my biggest priority and I want to help other people have that too. Um, And for me, I was actually sitting at around about $2,000 a month for quite some time. I think it was about maybe mm, six, eight months. Yeah. And then I like after that, I did a couple of tweaking with my mindset and my manifesting and then just being way more committed to being consistent in the strategy that I knew that worked. And then within that, I think it took like four to four to five months. I was hitting 10 K months. And then, yeah, ever since it's been like a six figure business. So yeah, it was just for me, I guess if I could give you guys anything to be consistent in, if you own an online business is number one, having more than one way of making an income. Yeah. So like, don't just offer one thing, uh, get that, get that working for you and then add another one. Try don't build a million things at once, but have the goal in mind to have different streams of income, um, rather than just from one, one space. Um, I know a lot of people that are in the network marketing. So like if you're in network marketing, you could have like something else, like an online product, maybe like a mini course or an ebook or, um, meditations like there's so many things that you could offer so like just having yeah. those different varieties of things um, that would be mine because yeah you, you creating a new stream of income every time you make a new ebook or a mini course or a mastermind or an offering like they're all different streams of income yeah um, and then being consistent in the strategy and having mentors that can, that are aligned with the strategy that you want to work on. It's, I think it's really important for you guys to actually have a strategy in place where you feel really, really aligned to it rather than, you know, someone telling you, Oh, do this. And add, like um, cold ad, like Facebook friends and, do yeah, yeah, like go do all the if this, if that feels so heavy for you, we want to find a strategy that you are lit up by because when it comes to you know having both the masculine and feminine energies, you want to make sure they're aligned and everything that you do feels good. Yes, some things might feel uncomfortable because it's a part of growth, but there's always different options when it comes to success. There's so many different ways. So just making sure that you have mentors that are aligned with the way that you want to strategize and be consistent in with your business yeah and just yeah. have and just have patience like yeah in today's society and I heard this from Simon Sinek he says like everyone in the millennial generation we're raised on in- instant gratification because mm. we we you know have had phones and internet and all that from such a young age that we are now raised in a, in a world of instant gratification and we get really pissed off and we give up really, really fast when shit goes south and we don't see any kind of thing, you know, like I was, I was struggling, not struggling. I don't like that word. I was challenged for months and months and months. And I know people that have been challenged for years 
but it was that consistently of like, this has to work. Like I have no other choice. I don't want to be away from my family. I don't want to be working a nine to five. I don't want to be working someone else's dream. Um, I just had to have that patience, even though it sucks sometimes. And I'm so yeah. grateful that I didn't give up. Yeah. What yeah, about you? Definitely. What would be your biggest lessons? Um, same with the patience. Like um, there were times last year, particularly when COVID first hit, when um, the industry that I niche to was literally shut down completely nationally. Um, it was really hard because that was when I sort of like first um, changed to, you know, my, my new trading name and I was just starting to get a role with it. And then boom, COVID hit and I had to go on job seeker because I had no other way of um, creating income for myself. And yeah, it was just, you know, having that patience to still show up, even though I had nobody to support me during that time because they literally couldn't support themselves. So, Mm. um, you know, I think just not giving up when you are faced with challenges and saying, okay, well, what can I do in this current situation to keep moving me forward? And so what I did during that time was I I showed up, I you know, did things for free or gave value or, you know, did what I could to support people so that when they did get back on their feet, they were able to say, oh, hey, yeah, like I remember what she, you know, did during this time and I'm going to actually reach out to her and see if she can help me. Um, So I think just having the patience um, to work through challenges like that and just to understand that as you reach each new level in your business, you're going to have new challenges that will arise um for example like at the moment I'm going through that growth phase where I'm building a team and I'm you know getting to that next stage of of kind of overseeing the business as opposed to being the person that does all the work and that has you know brought new challenges for me and I've had to learn to go really easy on myself and you know this because I've had many conversations with you about you know how um, I'm feeling in the current season of my life but I know that it's not going to last forever and it's just a matter of going oh okay what am I going to do right now to support myself through it and yes I have days where I just want to go oh it's too hard and you know um, but then I have other days like the other day where I was able to go and pick up my brand new car that I had manifested and um you know, completely funded myself without having to have my husband on the, you know, name of the car just to be able to make that a reality. Like my, my business basically supported me in making that dream come true. And that car has been on my, my vision board for probably four or five years. So I think it's just, it's just, yeah, knowing that if, it's what you really feel aligned for and it's what you want your life to be like that there will always be those highs and lows and just how are you going to get through it and just not giving up and saying, okay, well, who can help me through this? Who can, you know, support me to yeah, make a better path to get through this, you know, stormy season or whatever it might be. I totally agree with that. And the one thing that really like came at me when you were talking is when you said like, when you were really struggling and when you were at your low um, you, that you just kept show up and giving. And that's another thing in business is like, you have to give so much more than you're willing to expect to receive because like, it's just the way it is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you see so many people, like you got to think of all the people you might look up to and how much they give 
and go, okay, well, that makes sense. Like one person that comes to mind for me is Gary V. Like Gary V is mm. forever giving so much valuable content. If people just implemented what they heard just on his Instagram, they could wait, make way more money than they're currently making, yeah. you know? So I think it's so important to have that mindset of like, give more before you expect to receive and you will naturally receive more in the, in the process. But usually it's the other way around of like, no, 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 no. I need to receive first before I give. Um, and I, that's happened to me a million times in business before as I've kept, I've got caught up in like what I wanted from the situation or me being selfish and anything like that. And then I just had to remind myself of like, oh, I'm in my head. I'm thinking about what I want rather than what the yeah. people I want to help want. And then I have to go, okay, cool. How can I give in this moment? How can I give them what I think is valuable in this moment? And then I naturally make more money from that space. So yeah. It's, yeah. a, it's a process and you'll slip up from time to time, but just coming back to it, I think is really yeah. important. Yeah. I always try to remind myself that everything in my business, whether it be good or bad or whatever it might be, it all comes back to how I am in that present moment. And if something's not going right, then I need to go, Hey, what can I do to work on myself to get through this? Cause mm, yeah most of the time like 99% of the time it it definitely is a mindset um block that's that's causing the situation so yeah occasionally there's the odd thing that's out of your control but like COVID (laughs) yeah but yeah it's it's either choosing to um wallow in the situation or be proactive and and make a positive out of it Yeah, absolutely. I actually posted a quote the other day and it's something along the lines of like pain is a part of life, but suffering is a choice because it's like, it's so true. And it's from Tony Robbins, by the way. And like, when you mentioned COVID, like there were so many people that sat in the the misery, which I, I understand it's really challenging, especially like having no control over the situation, but it's your choice on how, how much you sat in that. Like, I saw and I had clients of my own that was like their whole, whole company, their whole business like went from multiple figures to zero because they had no other option. And then they're like, okay, I'm, I'm sad. I'm mad. I'm angry. This is out of my control. Okay. Now I've had my pity party. How do I pivot? Yeah. And they, and they did things online and they generated income through that way where they could have just sat in that misery. And I think that is yeah. such a powerful thing to remember is to really go, okay, what is in my control right now and how can I pivot regardless of the things that are completely out of my control and just okay. having that resilience. Yeah. You know? yeah. If you if you're not willing to have resilience in business, you shouldn't be in business. Go get yeah. a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta you gotta have it. You gotta have it. Like it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not for the faint hearted. Like yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? I don't think so. I think we've pretty much, yeah, covered everything. It's just, I think probably the only other thing that I would really highly, um, you know, make people understand is follow what lights you up and makes you happy. So many people go into business for the wrong reasons. They hate it. They hate what they do, but they see it as a money opportunity. So they do it. So I think that's the only other thing that I really want to advocate for is, you know, if, it's not lighting you up and you're not passionate about it and you're not loving doing the work, 
then look for another option. <laughs> and it's totally okay to change your mind. There yeah. are so many people I know that actually make decent money in whatever industry they're in and they just don't like it and they're scared because they're like, but, you know, I'm giving money away if I let it go. I'm like, no, you're giving your soul away because you're not mm. doing something that is joyful. And would you rather yeah. get to the end of your life and be like, oh, I did everything I hated rather than being yeah. lit up? You know, it's yeah. okay to have a transition period. I had transition periods. I think Cara did as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, like have a plan in place of going, okay, I don't want to do this forever. What else can I do? And, and what lights me up? I think that's so important. And it's totally okay to change your mind. Yeah. Totally okay. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. This was a good one. Ooh, I, I hope everyone good. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Let, let us know. Like, um, yeah, please feel free to reach out to us and let us know what you thought of this one. And if there's anything in particular you'd like Cara and I to riff on, please let us know as well. And we will put it in the notes to yeah. come across if, in episodes. If you're listening and um, you felt like you took something away from it, you know, screenshot the, the episode and tag us both in it and just um, share how you, how you felt about the episode just so that we can, yeah, take your feedback on board. Yes, I would absolutely appreciate that. All right, guys, we will talk to you next week and I hope you have a fabulous week ahead and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. It means so much to us that you are here. If you love this episode, please share it with your community. And if you're listening from Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and share what you love most about our show. Also, if you would like to be featured on our show, head on over to our Instagram at BearYourSoulSister, all one word. Send us a message and we will flick you over the details on how you can join us. And while you're on Instagram, give us a follow. We would love to get to know you more. Thank you so much for being here and we look forward to chatting with you next time. Bye. Bye.